BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank. Be bold. Venture wisely. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Bay Area singer-songwriter Sean Hayes has been singing the blues for the last 30 years. On his latest album, Be Like Water, his songs take us on a healing journey, from suffering to acceptance, from letting pain fester to letting it go. All the books said it said, be like water, said be like water, be like water, come on. The book said it said, be like water, said be like water, be like water, come on. Hayes has been playing cafes, clubs, and bars in San Francisco throughout his musical career. He describes his songs as ones that you can dance to or cry to, or maybe both at the same time. And I can confirm this from personal experience. I find his music deeply moving. And I am so excited that Sean Hayes is with us in the studio today with his guitar to talk about his music. Sean, welcome to Forum. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure. So that title song that we just heard is from your new album, Be Like Water. What does that phrase mean to you? What did it mean to you when you wrote the song? And what does it mean to you now? When I wrote the song, well, the, when I, the phrase has been around for, for me as a, as a little potential song, as a seed for a song for, I think, over 15 years. And I, some friends and I, years ago, were messing around with the I Ching, and I got uh, a divination that said, you know, be like water, the path of least resistance, I think was what it was trying to say. Just follow the path of, of least resistance. And then that line st- stuck around for many years, and it never made it into a song until until I merged it with James Brown. And then, <laughs> get up, get up to get down. And then the song, uh, somehow the second part of the song, and, and, and also the get up and the get down with water constantly, because it's constantly doing the, doing the dance, the circle dance. So uh, finally the song came out after all these years. Um, and so it's just one of those little mantras to uh, remind you to to flow. <laughs> Can you play that? We didn't hear it in the oh, the get up get the, down. Yeah, we didn't hear um, it in the get up get up to get down. Got to get up get down. Get up get up to get down. Got to get up to get down. Get up get up to get down. Get up to get down down down. Get up get up to get down. Get up to get down. All oh, the book said. I can hear the um, the James Brown in there. Yeah, well, you've got, uh, uh, well, get up, no bottom, but get up, stay on the scene. 
like a lover machine or a sex machine. Woo, get up. So I've, I used to sing that for years, too. Some, so somehow the influence made it into the, the Came together. You know, water, yeah. I know you look to a lot of blues singers for, for inspiration. Um, how, how, how does that genre influence you? Well, blues and also kind of old time, uh, old time music. Uh, I love really old, like uh, raw. There's a raw, like I love kind of front porch music. Just uh, somebody with a guitar that can play it anywhere. There's a lot of great old songs from the 20s and 30s and um, raw gospel music, and then also raw old time music, which is you know fiddle players and banjo and. Uh, things that are just uh, very intimate in that way. They've just always attracted my ear and, and uh, my sense of maybe authenticity or something like that. But then I also love big pop songs, too, so I'm all over the place. When, you know, when we were talking to Alonzo King, um, that quote, uh, you know, any kind of comfort or satisfaction is poisonous to any kind of growth. Do you identify with that creatively? Uh, well... Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's true true of of create of being creative. You know, when you're when you're when you're working and you're pushed to that moment where all of a sudden there's something a tragedy or something so intense in your life is going on, it tends to want to come out, and that's where where the work will uh, will come out sometimes. So. Uh, it almost can be almost easier to write from a point of that. It's I'd say it's almost harder to write about uh, joy sometimes and pleasure. And then a lot of times when you're you're having fun and or you have your family around, it's hard to find time to write. But moments of uh, kind of tragedy, you tend to find yourself alone a little bit, <laughs> at least as a songwriter. <laughs> That's why we have so many heartbroken songs. <laughs> um, but I find so many of your songs do end on that note of joy do you do you arrive there by you know traveling through the difficult parts i think uh i i probably have an optimistic uh outlook at the end of the day the, the last you know when and uh, when i'm writing and uh and i hope to hope to uplift and i i think uh that that would be my my um my my base. You're making me think of Otis Redding, though, because his songs are the saddest songs in the world, but they also sound so joyful, and it was, that was one of his be- best gifts. Is he, he even had a song, what a sad, sad song, and it always just sounds like he's having the best time in the world. <laughs> yes, that um, that discord. Yeah. Um, Be Like Water is your ninth album? Mm, I wouldn't even know, probably. <laughs> <laughs> You've been at this a long time. I'm curious how you relate to your earlier songs. Do you see them as, you know, from a pastime that you don't need to visit anymore? Or are there some songs that keep resurfacing for you? Yeah, there's some songs that stick around and there's some songs that go away for a while and then they'll pop back up and, and kind of make, the, make their way back into the rotation. And they're always... I think if it's a song you're going to keep singing, it's going to grow with you and and the, the meaning's going to kind of change with you or be malleable enough to to be uh, in a new situation and um, and resonate in different ways. And then, of course, there's kind of crowd-pleaser songs that people will, will always ask for. But sometimes you do have to go back and dig, and I'll be surprised every once in a while, like, oh, that song I totally forgot about. I need to go re-explore that and and then re- re-record them, which I've been doing a little bit too, which is an interesting new thing to do. 
We're talking today with Bay Area singer-songwriter Sean Hayes. He's brought his guitar with him into the studio. We're talking about the role of art in our lives at a time when things keep changing. And we want to hear from you. What are your questions for Sean Hayes? Or how has music, as a listener or a creator, helped you live more fully, more deeply? What have you looked to music for in your life right now? Give us a call at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum. Or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. So, Sean, one of those songs that has been coming back for you that I think you just re-recorded is um, an early one called A Thousand Tiny Pieces. It's been covered by other bands. Will you play it for us? Oh, I'd love to play it. Yes, I will. Let's see. Mm. We'll just play this one out until it explodes into a thousand tiny pieces. What's your story, universe? You a melody and numbers. You are shapes and you are rhythms. There are signs that we can learn to place over the heavens. Predict how long they'll burn Tell me how long will it last Can I turn up the heat What star am I circling What's circling me Now my ebb and my flow My lack of control Turning on, turning off Saying yes, but playing no so much. I feel like those words have so much resonance in this moment. Things keep changing, saying yes, but playing no. (laughs) You know, what do I want right now? Which way do I turn? Where did that concept come from for you? Oh, so that song is, is, yeah, it's been around for many years. I can still remember living in an apartment in Upper Haight and, um, and my friend living across the street. And she was dating this other guy. And the opening line is, 
we'll just play this one out to explode. It was thinking about those two guys because they were so dynamic. And I was like, is this going to make it? They did make it. They've been around for a while. Um, and one of them was an astrophysicist and one was a was a, a, a music maker. And so you are melody and numbers. So it started there, but then it quickly goes into my emotional state. I think that's how I really write is I'll start with something right in front of me, a reality, and then I'll go inside my emotional states of being. And, and then it, I think it goes into just that feeling we all have sometimes of, yeah, who's in control? There's this great giant universe. There's the, the pushes and the pulls of life and, and things we are so obviously not in control of. And then the little decisions we're making. And then, yeah, it ends with uh, saying yes, but playing no, which is a real simple idea of, of when you say yes to something. Um, but you also say no. You can't say yes without saying no to something else. So let's say somebody calls you up to say, hey, you want to come to this party? And you're like, well, no, I want to I want to uh, stay home and work on my music. And then, so you said yes to music, but then you stay home the whole time wondering what's going on at the party and kind of like, should I have, should I have gone to the party? Or, oh, and you can't, you can't do the yes because you won't let go of the no or vice versa. So it's a kind of ends there. You're, you're, you're neither here nor there. Yeah. So what, looking out for that uh, never ending problem. Do you, why do you think that song in particular keeps coming back to you? Um, well, it, it I enjoy singing it a lot. It it it's very uh, again mantra like in a way, and it, it just kind of flows out and it's easy. And then it, and it definitely resonates with other people. It's one of those songs you'll get asked to play um, uh, over the years. It'll be some people's favorite songs, so you'll keep coming back to it. And then when I was in the studio doing "Be Like Water," I had an opportunity to, with these great players and in a great studio. And when I originally recorded that, it was just on a little cassette four track somewhere somewhere around San Francisco. So I was like, oh, I need to re-record this song. So I just re-recorded it while doing the Be Like Water sessions because it's so hard to get in a studio for me. And um, and we just put that out about a month ago. And we also did an Atmos mix, which I've never done before. That's the first time we've done that. So it's got a little surround sound vibe too. Um, there's a little more cinematic version with the band. I feel like one of your one of your new songs on the latest album um, also kind of touches on this idea of being in the present. Um, it's called uh, Tomorrow Tonight. Um, and it also has some like concrete themes to it as well. Uh, buying the trials of buying a house in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you express that? <laughs> yeah, I would say it was almost the anxieties of needing to buy. It was so it was uh, this song came about from uh, moving up to Petaluma about 10 years ago, 13 years ago with a child and then having another child and still renting in Petaluma and then having to move because somebody was selling the house and then, oh, we got to move again. And, you know, that's uh, that's a reality for people in San Francisco in the 20 years I was here. And then when you have kids, it really heightens the the anxiety of, oh, my God, we have to move again. So then figuring out how to buy a house in the Bay Area was, uh, I didn't think it was possible, but I give all the credit to my wife. She was very tenacious about it. So the song came out of more just the anxiety of... of of having to move and how are we going to do this and then remember okay just don't worry about it right now <laughs> be present so I'll, I'll sing a little bit of it and we'll see if it comes out um, waiting on that hot air balloon to take us all to the land of fools boat wherein is full of cracks waterfalls reach Coming on fast We'll have to beg, steal and borrow 
Let us forget about tomorrow I think the important thing is like you work no matter what you you show up and you, you work on and so if 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 there is a heightened moment where where you need to put something down you've put in a lot of work beforehand too so that it'll it'll flow out you're not just waiting around for the most intense moments so you're kind of prepared for it so every day you kind of show up and work <laughs> is frustration something that you find creative space in Frustration. I don't know if I find as much uh, as what I think of as frustration. It's more of, uh, I mean, working my way through the frustration, working my way through the anxiety. I would think of it more as anxiety. Frustration, I think of more as like, oh, my God, I cannot figure out enough time to work. Um, oh, my gosh, the life is always throwing little curveballs. I, I thought I was going to to work on music today, but my child has to come home from school early. And <laughs> that's more of frustration to me. <laughs> Maybe it'll be in a song soon enough, I suppose. We're talking with Bay Area singer-songwriter Sean Hayes. He's playing with us live in the studio. We're also pulling some clips from some of his albums. We're talking about the role of art in our lives at a time when things keep changing. And we want to hear from you. What are your questions for Sean Hayes? How has music helped you live more fully, more deeply, either as a listener or a creator? Give us a call now at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum. Or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. So we're going to play one of your older songs into the break. It's called All Things. We'll be right back. pushing and pulling. All things are spinning, pushing and pulling. All things are spinning, pushing and pulling. All things are spinning, pushing and pulling, moving. Follow me down. You know I want. 
Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Welcome back to Forum. I'm April Domboski in for Alexis Madrigal. I'm talking today with Bay Area singer-songwriter Sean Hayes. He's playing with us live in the studio. And right before the break, we heard one of his older recordings, a song called All Things. What was that like for you to hear that one? Is that one that kind of tends to stay in the recesses? That one is, yeah, I've been hiding out for a long time. I haven't heard that recording in forever. And I haven't played that song forever either. But it, it was very cool to hear. It really brought me back to a different time period. It made me remember Dolores Park, where I think that song was probably written or definitely inspired. Um, springtime in Dolores Park, which I guess was the same, same time period we're in today. Also made me my friend Etienne de Rocher, who I recorded that song with in his little garage in Berkeley, California, so many years ago. <laughs> Sweet. Um, one of the themes that I hear a lot in your songs is um, one of friendship and how often we rely on other people in our lives to bring us out of spaces of heartbreak or difficulty. Um, and one of your earlier songs that I think really captures this is Angel. Will you play that one? I will. I'll give that a shot. This is more of a little acapella. Um, are you an angel with eyes the color of the greenest blue? Could be an angel. The smallest hope in the darkest mood. Sweet, sweet angel. A pen of light in the darkest night. Angel. Who are you? I was out walking in despair, gnashing my teeth and pulling my hair. Sky was closing in. Too many days on adrenaline, looking for some way out. Loneliest ghost in a sea of doubt, right when you know you're gonna drown. A hand reaches in. Are you an angel? With eyes the color of the greenest blue could be an angel. Smallest hope in the darkest mood, sweet, sweet angel. A pen of light in the darkest night, angel. Who are you? Maybe you can add to your website that your music is something you can cry to and make radio too at the same time (laughs) who was your angel my angel was a a, an old friend who i I had met a couple times but uh this woman claire mack and she had a little store down on guerrero i think and and i wandered in there and and i was in the midst of some pretty a pretty strong heartbreak (laughs) pretty just wandering aimlessly in pain and uh walked in and we didn't really know each other and she was like how you doing and i was like 
in hell. I'm not doing good. And I was very honest about it. She was like, you know, she just gave me that hug and just heard me and we became good friends really quickly and then really taught me to be open with with that feeling too at that particular moment in my life. I think that's the best thing. Sometimes people will close down. If you need to do that, I understand that too. But I think it's important to just be honest with that feeling. And so, I mean, and because uh, I, I was at that moment and, and that person was there for me. So, uh, and then that song just came out probably wandering out and then just round in my head. You've, um, I'm going to read a comment from one of our listeners. Jerry asks, you've recently toured with the Wood Brothers and played at the historic Ryman in Nashville. On that two-week tour, you played with Santa Rosa guitarist John Courage. How was that without your normal band? Did your music evolve or change mm. with that duet? It, um, it, it was a blast, first of all, just playing with the Wood Brothers and meeting those guys. They're really, really great. And we played all these great old theaters. And yeah, I've been playing mostly with the band, but I also at my core, um, as I'm just a guy with a guitar and have done that for so many years that I'm very malleable. I can have a 10-piece band or, or, or just the two of us or three of us. So having John come out was fantastic. John Courage is a guitar player up in Santa Rosa in the Bay Area. And uh, so it was just the two of us. And yeah, the music really changed from night to night uh, as we as we figured each other out. And he's got this incredible bass voice. So uh, learning to sing with his voice when it comes in, it's it's present. And uh, so it was a blast. We did probably nine or ten nights. And I, I feel like we need to we need to capture that duo quality sometime too. Another listener has a question. Viola wants to know: Do you consider yourself a poet first or a musician first? Oh uh, yeah, well, that, uh, you know, uh, maybe an actor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that is, it's a great question. I, 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 uh, I love words, uh, but I've, I've, I've never. Uh, I'm not very academic. I've not gone to school, and I remember that I tried to take a poetry class the one year I went to college, and uh, it wasn't offered to freshmen, and then, and then I dropped out. So that was it for me. So I, I feel like I have a very poetic spirit. Um, I don't know if I'd call myself a poet. I, 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 a folk poet. I would call me, you know, like a folk artist, just not a very trained. And the words are first, and I'm I'm not much of a musician either. In some ways, I've really learned over the years how to play, but I really come at it from a very um, uh, unacademic place, very emotional place, uh, and very simple place. So, but if the words aren't there, then it's not really going anywhere. There's there's nothing else to it. The words are driving the whole thing. But the it's, they're very they're very connected. The music and the words. I don't know if they survive on the page by themselves. Maybe. Um, we have a couple calls. Um, let's go to one of them. Um, Dawn in San Francisco. Hi. Hello. Hi there. I really, I'm loving your interview. It sounds like you get a lot of inspiration for your music from loving and, and beautiful places. And COVID, I'm, I'm sure, brought out a lot of that internal retrospect. And kids, how they bring energy into that, too. I have a comment after the question also. So have you found your style of music change with children in your life? Do you open yourself up to more genres? Um, I've, I've found just life to change so much and your ability to um, to be selfish at all <laughs> and work and things like that. They make it in to the songs. They're, they're, the spirit of them and, and the, the adventure of it makes it in, in there. Genre-wise, I've never really... Um, I've never focused on genre too much. It just kind of, uh, just kind of let the songs come out as as they want to. I've never really thought like, oh, I'm going to write a a blues song or a folk song or a country song. Um, I just kind of let the the clothing be whatever it's going to be. 
Don, did you have a comment oh, as well? Beautiful. I did. I, I, we are opening a supper club in San Francisco, and I feel like the need, when I was younger in the 80s, you could walk through San Francisco and the doors would be open all over North Beach with this amazing music just coming out of every club. And I feel like post-COVID, that need for music is happening again, and I'm really excited to have a stage where that can happen. And I'm going to reach out to you, Sean. It's called Lion and Swan, and I'm going to reach out to you and see if you're open to maybe performing for a small group of people. We only have 60 seats, so it's just a small stage and 60 seats of people having dinner and enjoying music. So Love I'll it. Reach out to L- Love it. Definitely reach out. Thanks so much for the call, Don. We are going to go to another caller, Anya in Arinda. Hi there. Hi. Hello. Hi, Sean Hayes. I just was calling to thank you. Uh, you've been the soundtrack to my life for so many years. I Yeah, you would recognize my face because I've been front row at so many of your shows. <laughs> Some of the best experiences of my life at the Independent, uh, in Bend, Oregon, in Novato, in Petaluma. <laughs> just um Anytime you're anywhere that I can make it to, I go to your shows, and your music has meant so much to me and my people. Oh, thank you so much. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Anya. Um, We have a comment from uh, Madeline. She writes in, thank you for sharing your music and thoughts with us this morning. And I want to ask you specifically as a songwriter myself, do you have a particular discipline for the way that you write songs? In other words, do you try to sit down every day to work on your songwriting or do you catch the moments when you can? Uh, it's 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 always kind of changing. Uh, I tend to just pick up the guitar a lot when I can, and I try I try to be. I think being as bored as you can <laughs> helps me write a lot. Um, not having a lot in front of me. If I have to go pick somebody up at four or five, my brain doesn't open up as much. Um, but I just kind of consistently go towards it as much as I can, and I've been doing it for thirty years. So that question is hard to answer in terms of it's it's changed a lot. It changes so much. When with each house you move into, even um, in the space you have and the tools, um, but I feel like you can always do it, and I, I'll make excuses like I just did about why I can't. But you, you can always be writing. You can always be throwing something in the in the phone or in the dictaphone or something. You know, uh, I, so I think it's just being aware all the time, kind of writing all the time, uh, and you know, I I will write a little bit and then get out and walk and have the song in my head, and I feel like it changes. It, it really changes over as you're walking and, and, and singing it over and over again. And last part of it is definitely looking around you and writing from wherever you are. Just try to describe it, and then, and then it will, it'll bring you somewhere inside yourself, too. I think that's an interesting technique. That's something you did with Invisible Weight. Yes. Uh, just like kind of looking... Yeah, looking yes. around you. Yes, uh, yeah. I, I describe um, there's a uh, there's pomegranates and tangerines. There's crows outside my window, and then I go back into the emotional state. Um, it's a it's a technique I'll use as I'm writing, and then I'm get stuck, and I'll just stop and look look exactly where I am. Like right now, if I try to describe where I am, it's almost like there's a spider coming out of the table with all of these uh, microphones on it. Um, you know, so there's there's something interesting about trying to describe where you are, and it'll reveal. Uh, you know, the coffee cup in front of me and the capo and the, the old beat up hat. And, you know, there's just there's things right in front of you to write about. And then 
there's always something going on inside you as well. What was the verse that came out of the pomegranates on the table? Oh, that's always hard for me to... Looking out at crows in the rain Dropping seeds from the wire Chasing away birds of prey Diving at each other as they cut through the sky Call it out, get it out, call it out Pomegranate, tangerine, honey bear, wildflower Kitchen window on a quiet street Watching the day go, the day go by Call it out, get it out, call it out I can see you now I can hear it straight I can feel this now It feels good, it feels good to be rid of this way I can see you now, I can hear it straight, I can feel this now, it feels good, it feels good to be rid of this, rid of this way. Thank you. We are talking with singer and songwriter Sean Hayes about his creative process, and we're seeing it play out in front of us. Do you have a question for Sean, or how has music helped you through these times of uncertainty and change? Give us a call at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum. Or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. We do have another caller, Mark. He's on the line from San Bruno. Hi, Mark. Hi there. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, that last song reminded me of another great singer-songwriter, Joni Mitchell's song, Chelsea Morning, looking out and describing what she sees. I was calling to, uh, to tie in with uh, a couple callers ago who talked about your ability to connect with children or how children has, has changed uh, the way you sing and what you sing about I first saw you when you filled in for Enzo at breakfast with Enzo at a coffee house in Bernal Heights. And our kids were just babies at that time. And you had such an incredible way with them. Your music was beautiful. And um, you have a a unique voice, both the singing voice and what you sing about melancholy and hopefulness. So thank you. Uh, That's really just a thank you. Oh, thank and I you. love Rattlesnake Charm, which I heard on a on the station in L.A. too. Yeah, which was like that's Sean Hayes. <laughs> thank you. Spotted in the wild. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah I remember that breakfast with Enzo. That was a, a, a great little. Uh, it started out as it was supposed to be uh, breakfast with Enzo for people who've adults who've stayed up too late and then uh, could 
come in at 7 o'clock in the morning and, and listen to somebody play, play some music at a coffee shop, and then it eventually turned into breakfast with Denzel and the kids. <laughs> um, we have time for just a, a – I would love for you to play uh, just a little bit of your song, Gold Tooth. Oh, uh, I can try that. Yeah, tell us what that one's about. Gold Tooth, well, that's a good example of, uh, of a song where um, – you know, it sounds more mysterious and darker than it is, uh, but it really was just an experience of, of, a, of kind of a bad experience with a dentist. Um, but if I didn't tell you that, you might think I had deeper and darker problems. <laughs> now I've got one. <laughs> mm. I used to have two. She had a needle in a gun. She stole my gold tooth. <laughs> Now I've got one I used to have two She had a needle and a gun She stole my gold tooth She stole my gold tooth Money, money, money a poor boy to do hmm. and it goes on from there <laughs> I was supposed to keep both my gold teeth and somehow I walked out with just one I'll leave it there <laughs> beautiful um Sean, it has been such a joy to have you here today, and um, I'd love to end on a note of joy, a song that I take away from it, a sense of joy. Um, it's actually the lead track on your new album called Shine. Um, but before you play it, will you tell us briefly about what it is? Yeah. What so it's about? Shine is a, a, get, a get well song, get well card song. A, a buddy of mine, Charlie Crockett, who is a, a country musician, soul singer, who actually opened for me about five years ago. Um, and and I, he was just emerging. And now he's just exploded. Now I, I, I'd be lucky to open for him. He's just out there playing all over the place. But in the middle of his explosion, just touring like crazy, he's not left the road. He started to feel a little a little uh, not well, and he just thought it was touring life, but it turned out he had uh, something going on with his heart, so he had to have heart surgery right in the middle of his rise, and everything's going great, and he, he luckily was fine, and everything everything worked out, but uh, it was a little scary moment, so uh, I remember kind of talking to him on the phone about that, and then coming home and having this song coming out, and so it was just a little, a little get well song for Charlie. <laughs> uh, let's see. I hope, Charlie, you obliterate the big lights We'll turn them on, man, fire up a million nights Keep them turning till these kids got more kids Keep them burning till our kids, kids got kids Oh, man, you've been giving all you got to give Watch you rise and got that charm, you've been doing it Humble on the street, singing for a dime Been there, just tell us how you like, we'll make you feel right We'll turn tumble on that upstroke and downbeat Follow the rhythm till we're all one frequency Open up, sing a song, tell us how you be Every voice got a space, now let it ring Tell me how you keep believing 
Is it just a feeling? How you keep dreaming, meaning, about to knock down that ceiling, singing to an empty night. No trouble when you got that light. Our guest is Sean Hayes. He is playing the music you are hearing right now. You can buy his latest album and find out about upcoming shows at seanhayesmusic.com. The 9 a.m. Hour of Forum is produced by Ariana Prail, Blanca Torres, Grace Wan, and Cesar Saldana. Caroline Smith is our engagement producer. Judy Campbell is lead producer. And Susan Davis is the senior producer. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Katie McMurrin, Brendan Willard, and Chris Hoff. Our interns are Jennifer Ng, Paul C. Kelly Campos. And our executive editor is Ethan Tovin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. You've been listening to Forum. I'm April Domboski in for Alexis Madrigal. Stay tuned for another hour of Forum with Mina Kim. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio, the Germanicos Foundation, the Generosity Foundation, and the Heising Simons Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.